0: Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Podcast, where we talk all things well-being, personal development, and live in our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Hey, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope that you had a great week. I'll share a few wins that I had this week, and I will do that in the spirit of the book that I just read. It's called The Gap and the Gain, and it's by Dean Sullivan and Dr. Hardy. I can't remember his first name, but a great book. I highly recommend you pick it up because it really underscores the importance of your perspective on your life and your progress. They talk about progress being measured in reverse. You very rarely know how far you've come until you pause and take a moment to reflect. And when you're in the gain, you're able to reflect on how far you've come. And you're able to see the hard work that you have put into where you are. And you're able to see all of the wonderful things that are around you that you can be grateful for. When you're in the gap, all you're seeing is the fact that you are where you are and you're not where you wanna be. Where you want to be is somewhere else. And when you focus on that, you're not able to see how far you've come. I say this to entrepreneurs a lot. Entrepreneurship is like climbing up a mountain And every time you think you've reached the peak, you get there and you see that there's another peak ahead that you need to crest in order for you to get to the very top and and see out to the vista beyond. So you're hiking up that mountain and you're getting super frustrated because every time you crest a peak, there's another peak and there's another peak. And it might take you a long time to get to the final peak. You may never get to the final peak. But the one thing the majority of entrepreneurs I know don't do, they don't stop. And turn around and look how far they've climbed out the mountain. They're only ever focused on when is the final peak. And they never see that they've just climbed like 10 miles of mountainous terrain and take a minute to reflect on, holy crap, how amazing that was. So when you're always focused on the next peak, the next peak, and you're not getting there and you're getting more and more frustrated, you are in the gap. But when you stop and you turn around and you look back at how far you've come, you are in the gain and you stop, you sit down, you eat a sandwich and you reflect on life and you're rested and you're in a better mindset and you're able to take on those next peaks and valleys. So that is the idea of the gap and the gain. And one of the things that they say you should do is every day have three wins planned, plan them the night before, and then the next day execute on those wins. If they don't happen, then it's a lesson learned. And if they do happen, then it's a win. So it's a win-win either way, basically. It's a great book. I highly recommend getting it. But based on that, I've started doing three wins every day. It feels a little bit more enticing than just doing to-dos every day. So my wins for this week have not all come to fruition, but they're getting there. But for last week, I did have quite a few wins. And one of those wins was an intentional break that I had taken from YouTube. I took the month of July off to work on a program that's launching next week, and I got a long way. I still have a ways to go, and the registration for that program is opening next week. It doesn't start till September, and I still have a ways to go in terms of curriculum, but I have made tremendous headway, and I'm feeling really good about where I am in the program. But with my break from YouTube, I also learned that, I missed it, missed creating content on YouTube. I missed the community there. So my first video from August just went up last Friday and it just felt so good to get back to it. I realized I love the process of video creation. I love the process of podcast creation. And those are two things that I am going to go forward with in my business with absolute confidence, knowing that these things not only move the dial, but they give me energy and I love, love every second of it. Which brings me to the topic of today's discussion. And that is less is more, simple is better. So let me start out with a couple of stories. First one comes from a podcast that I was listening to earlier this week. And it's about this power couple who they have a few properties all over the U.S. and they decided to buy this big lake house in their hometown because They wanted to spend summers there with their family and they had a very romantic idea of how this was going to look and feel. They bought the house a bit on a whim and they just thought this is going to be it. Every summer we're spending here is going to be fantastic and we're going to like pause our schedules, our busy loaded schedules, and we're going to go down to like 10% of what we typically do in terms of workload and we're just going to relax and chill and enjoy our families. But in reality, they bought the place and while they love it, They're spending a lot more time like working with different contractors and things like that because the house is brand new. So they have to lay sod. They've got to build fences. They've got to do all of these different things. And work stuff continues to come up. And the bottom line was that they were in this moment of this kind of sucks. This wasn't the vision that we were anticipating. And it was really food for thought for me because I thought to myself, if I was coaching this couple, I would have asked them, what's more important to you? to accumulate real estate or to have that 90% reduction in workload and enjoy the summer with your family because i mean the obvious alternative was they could have rented a place on this lake and spent a month there and not had to lift a finger with contractors or doing any sort of renovation in the house they wouldn't have to buy a house full of furniture and all of those things they could have accomplished that goal of just chilling out with the family By just renting a cabin and i think that that's a great place to start in terms of where i want to dig in today to this idea of less is more and simple is better because it's a human tendency to identify things that we want to change in our life or solve for in our life that we think will require the addition of something else so this person wants to reduce their work schedule and spend time with their families, so they bought a cottage. And granted, they probably had the money to do it, so it wasn't like a financial strain. It was an energy strain, and that is a very big piece of this less or more concept. When we add things to our universe, meaning more real estate or more stuff, more clothes, more things in the pantry, anything... It takes up more real estate in our head. We have to make room for it. We have to remember that it's there, especially if you have ADHD. That can be really hard. And you've got to manage it. You've got to eat it before it expires. And all of that takes time and energy. And that accumulates into the sense of overwhelm that a lot of us end up feeling because we try to solve things by accumulating more and then that doesn't work and then we've got this new problem because the thing that we thought was going to solve the problem is now a problem in and of itself and the cycle continues and I've been thinking about this more in my own life as I have been simplifying my world so I think I've shared this that it's our intention to sell the house that we're in now next year and we're not entirely sure what the next step is going to be but it's definitely going to be into a smaller space so a lot of my thoughts have been around downsizing lately and how do i make the process of downsizing a lot easier on myself as i continue to grow my business and you know have a life and do all of these other things and manage the house that we're in now while also downsizing for whatever's coming next so I've been doing very small projects for a number of reasons. First of all, it reduces the overwhelm of we've got all this stuff in this house, what are we going to do with it? Also, it feels good. It feels so good to do these small declutter projects. And at the end of the day, I end up with more simplified, streamlined, and happier energetic space. I got to tell you, when you declutter, when you get rid of things, it moves energy and better things start to flow. So I'll give you a couple of examples. A couple of months ago, I did a huge declutter in my closet. And typically when I clean out my closet, I get rid of a few things, but mostly I think, "Ah, you know, I've got enough closet space that I can keep these things that I never wear. So I'm just going to put them on the side over here and they'll stay there. And the problem with that strategy is that I can organize a space, but I cannot keep it organized. That is a skill that I don't have. It's an executive function that is just not in my wheelhouse. But if I take stuff away and just keep it very streamlined and simple, I have a far greater chance of success in terms of keeping that space organized because I can see everything. And that is a huge thing for those of us with ADHD because when we don't remember that we have things, we just tend to accumulate more. So clutter begets clutter because We don't even know what clutter we have in the first place. An even better example of that is my pantry. (laughs) So I did a pantry declutter last week, the beginning of last week. I was feeling a little overwhelmed and lots of anxiety. So a good declutter project, I know it sounds very strange, but it does give me a sense of control and peace in my life. So I pulled everything out of my pantry and we have a pretty big pantry. And it took a couple of hours to sort through everything, get rid of the stuff that was expired or that we would never use, and put whatever I wanted to keep back in the pantry. And when I did, I think I got rid of about 50% of the stuff that was in the pantry. And I can't tell you how amazing that space feels to me now. I can see everything in that space. I can see that I've got two bottles of enchilada sauce, so I don't need to buy two more because I end up with 18 bottles of enchilada sauce and I wonder what the hell is wrong with me that I keep buying the same thing over and over again. So I have jokingly, but not really, been going into that pantry on the regular and just being like, this is so amazing. (laughs) Space and simplicity and just clean, open, white space is not only good for my pantry and good for my pocketbook, it is so good for my nervous system. So if you needed some encouragement to take a small space and just declutter, I hope that that is a little bit of inspiration for you. Just see how it feels. And then knowing that you've gone through that space and you've gotten rid of the things that you don't need, how does it feel from an energetic standpoint? How does it elevate your mood and just your ability to believe that You have things under control in your life, or at least in some areas. I wouldn't say anybody's got full control in their lives. This is also true of Instagram. I've had a, I've talked about this before, a bit of a love hate with Instagram lately. I'm getting really tired of these reels and, you know, people dancing to music and pointing out word bubbles or trying to imitate other people's voices. It's funny for a second, but now it's just kind of creepy. And I've been thinking about whether or not I even wanted to stay on the platform altogether. But I do love one thing on Instagram that keeps me coming back. I love following the stories of people that I enjoy listening to. I love having that diversity of different lifestyles where people bring you into their life and share you behind the scenes of what's actually happening in their world. I love that. And I'm gonna continue that. I don't even look at the feed anymore. But the other thing I had to do with my Instagram is really do a deep decluttering of the folks that I follow. Because no matter how interesting or how compelling your life is and your stories are, if every single story is you sending me somewhere to buy a cute thing, I have to follow you because I will go and buy that cute thing. And I was finding that I was constantly going from Instagram to Amazon to Instagram to Amazon because there was just this next cute thing that I had to have. And I'm really impulsive when it comes to that. So I I know that about myself and I need to shut it down, create that boundary. And I haven't been trigger shopping on Amazon quite so much. And to be honest, I don't miss it. It's fine. I don't even think about it. So getting those sort of triggers that create clutter, whether it's digital or physical or emotional, getting those things out of your space is just going to create more peace, less stress more awareness and less overwhelm, And this brings me to one more point I wanna make on less is more. I am a big productivity nerd. I follow a lot of productivity folks on YouTube and I love planners, digital planners, paper planners, all the things, because I, as in case you haven't noticed yet, I'm always striving for a sense of control over my environment. And if you don't know, Striving for a sense of control, or people who have high, you know, control freakery tendencies, it's not that they're bossy. It's that they're trying to create safety and predictability in their lives because, for whatever reason, they have experienced not having safety and, and predictability, and that left them feeling out of control. So, the people that are in your life that are very controlly pants, give them uh, some slack because all they're trying to do is create safety in their own space. So. That's what I try to do in my life a lot of the times. It's a self-soothing practice that gets my nervous system to a better place when I have a planner and I'm sitting down and I'm making a plan for the day or the week or the month and then obviously taking that time to reflect on the previous month as well. Big fan of that. And actually, that was my last video on YouTube. So if you want to get into a planning routine, I would recommend that you go find me on YouTube. Karen McGill, that's my name, and that's where you'll find me on YouTube and you will find a bunch of different planning videos. However, the one thing I want to say on this is there is not a planner out there. There is not a digital productivity system out there. I don't care how fancy it is, how many stickers it has. No organizational system is going to give you your time back if you don't have time to begin with. So very often when we think about productivity systems and getting organized and getting ahead of ourselves, Again, it's not about going to buy the planner at Target. It's about looking at your life and being realistic about what do you have the time, energy, and resources to complete? And are you being realistic with your expectations of yourself? And one more point I will bring to that with an ADHD lens. I had a potential client reach out to me last night via email and wanted to know if he would be a good fit for one-on-one coaching. And she said to me in her email, I'll give you a little backstory on me. I am a seven-figure entrepreneur. I built my business from the ground up and I'm now at a place where it runs without me. I don't have to be a part of it. There are some things that I should do or have to do, but I'm not always getting it done because I don't have the right system in place and and my schedule is not organized. So as a result, I end up just doing the bare minimum of things that have to get done and then feeling bad about the rest. And just in that small blurb, she said so much about herself. Here is a woman who built a seven-figure business from the ground up, and she is getting done what she needs to get done, but she's still berating herself for not getting everything done. I just thought to myself, wow, take a minute and look at that from a perspective of, you have done the most extraordinary thing that most people can't do or won't do in their lifetime And yet you're beating yourself up because you're not getting as much done as you would like to. Now, this is something I see so much in my ADHD audience because we're not taking time to reflect and we're not really understanding how far we're coming and how hard we're working and how much we're doing because we're so hyper-focused on what hasn't been achieved yet. We find ourselves in the gap very often and because our focus can be very, Laser intent on one idea to the detriment of everything else, we don't see our own progress and then we beat ourselves up. So, to that end, I find that a lot of the work that I'm doing with my clients is around building realistic expectations about what can be done in a certain amount of time. Again, we struggle with time blindness, some of us, but we also struggle with setting expectations that are realistic because we can do a lot. We just expect even more of ourselves. That also comes back to that very common trend I see around not reaching our potential because our potential are, are these grandiose expectations in a million different directions. And we could reach our potential in any one of those directions, but no single human reaches their absolute potential. And I mean, what does that even mean, right? Uh, in all directions, in all spheres of life. But very commonly, I see that my adhd don't take the time to peel back layers of what that actually means and realize that they are pretty spectacular in their own right. All of this is baked into a recipe that I have created around moving from distraction to action. So for example, with that entrepreneur that emailed me, she was feeling stuck in her business, distracted because she was focused on what wasn't getting done, distracted because she was in the gap. When if she could focus on the gain, she would find herself in potentially massive action because she's clearly capable of it. All of this is what I am teaching in my program should any of you be interested in being a part of it. Now, this is a beta program, meaning that this is the first time I'm teaching all of this content live. So with that, the group of folks that I am going to be taking for this first session They're going to get the benefit of a reduced cost. They're going to have the expectation that there might be some wrinkles to the process because I'm asking them to be my eyes, ears and feedback mechanism to ensure that this process goes super smoothly. So I will be teaching, I will be serving, I will be coaching, and I will also be asking for feedback throughout the entire process. But the essence of the course is really to bring a group of people together that have ADHD, that have something they want to accomplish, and that really need to build those skills around getting things done and really focusing on the gain as opposed to the gap and what is the recipe to follow through on the goals that they've set for themselves. I'll give you an outline of what that recipe is and what I will be teaching the course. Number one, it starts with a clear destination in mind. You have to be clear of what done looks like and how you're going to feel when you get there so that you know when you've hit the goalpost. Number two, a compelling reason. And that's usually not the first reason that you think of. It's the reason behind the reason. It's the why behind the why. And that is the secret to motivation and getting out of procrastination Rule number three is you have to have the appropriate time and focus boundaries because clearly our attention can wander in a hot minute. Number four, as I just mentioned, having realistic expectations about what can be done with the time, energy, and resources you have available to yourself. The next rule is creating the support, the structure, the accountability, and the habits that you need to move forward. And number six, is having a process for tracking your success and having that process for reflection so that you are focusing on what you've accomplished and you remain in the gain as opposed to the gap. So those are the pieces that are going to be taught in this program. We're gonna meet once a week in person I'm going to do a short amount of teaching on all of those topics, and then we're going to have a short amount of sharing, and then we're going to have a group coaching session for however long the remainder of the time is. So there's going to be opportunities to ask questions. There's going to be opportunities to learn from other people and their experiences and reflections. There's going to be an opportunity for you to move a goal forward in this period of time And there's going to be an opportunity for you to learn more about your ADHD brain and how to work in a way that works with you and for your specific brain. That is the outline of this course. It is going to be six weeks and there's going to be a bonus session. So it's actually a seven-week program, but I don't want to schedule the seventh session until we've worked through the program so that I can then gain feedback and requests of the cohort to see what they want that last session to look like. It could be a Q&A, it could be a, like a three month follow-up, it could be anything that that group wants it to be, but I wanna leave that seventh session open. So it's seven weeks of coaching in total. We're also going to experiment with Voxer coaching. So everybody will get a chance to have one-on-one time with me via Voxer which is an asynchronous app where we leave voicemails for each other. If if that doesn't appeal to you, you don't have to use it. It's a bonus thing because I just want to try out that format. The other piece of it is an online community. It's not on Facebook or any social media. It's going to be in a very simple communication app just for our small cohort where you guys can kind of get to know each other and build accountability, share what you're working on and what you're focused on. The group is going to be intimate and it's going to be laser focused. I have put so much thought into how this is going to work so that it's an incredible experience for everybody in the group. And I am so stoked to open registration next week. Now, now the rest of the details will be revealed in the live registration, which is going to be open between August 15th and August 29th. So if you want to work with me, then get on the wait list. I will put the link in the show notes so that you can just click on it. And all you do is fill out a little bit of information and you're not committed to anything. You'll just get the registration information so you can then decide whether or not it's something you want to do. But get on that list and you will receive all of the details. And you guys, I am thrilled to be doing this. I am also equal parts terrified. To do this, it's scary. It is scary to go from idea to execution. And old me would have thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and done nothing. But new me, who follows the very recipe that I just shared with you, gets snizzle done because she knows it's important. She knows her why. She's got clear expectations and she's got the accountability and support and structure that she needs to get it done. And you guys, my accountability on this round so I promised you I was going to get this done I've got it done and I am actually really excited about the outcome so with that I'm going to wrap her up here thank you guys so much for listening and if you have any questions pop over to Instagram you can find me there and I'm happy to answer them and in the meantime guys have a great week thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next Friday